Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day. Uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. All right, it's TLC Talk. You know, it's Wednesday. I got a lot to get to, talkers. Uh, first of all, who on the 90 Day Fiance franchise is apparently a sugar mama and she ain't getting any D? We want to know about that. Also, we want to know about Kim Menzi, formerly of Usman, coming after Usman's exes. Do they deserve it? And who in the TLC franchise has donated $6,200 to political candidates but claims they're having a hard time paying a mortgage? Ooh, we got a full house. It's a full house of stuff. 
Welcome to the Sarah Fraser Show. Just to reset, because I know that um, thousands of new people are checking out the podcast. I'm Sarah Fraser, longtime pop culture podcaster. I started back in radio. If you ever lived in the D.C. region, Tampa, Florida, Louisville, Kentucky, Cincinnati, Ohio, Memphis, Tennessee, or listen to Sirius XM, I'm talking from like 2007 to 2013. I'll date myself slightly. I was on the Kane Show. It was a very popular radio morning show. The Kane Show on Hot 99.5. I'm that Sarah. People still people like find me on TikTok now. They're like, wait, are you that Sarah Frazier? Yes, it's me. Uh, you also might have seen me. I was a longtime contributor at Fox 5 DC um, until recently because I moved to Los Angeles and I love my Fox family. They were incredibly good to me. You'll see me pop up there uh, when things are going on in the podcast too. Um, and then in the meantime, I've done everything in between. People go, wait, I feel like I know you. Well, I'm on Lifetime's Married at First Sight, their kickoff show, their mid-season show coming up. I've been on After Party, HBO's Crashing. It was my only moment in acting. I hated it. I mean, I loved HBO's Crashing. Like Pete Holmes and Jessica Kierson, who are both comics, unbelievably kind, amazing people. Uh, It's just being an actor is not for me. I, I have ADD. I like to be doing something new every day. I loved morning radio because, except for the hours. I hated getting my ass up at 3.30 in the fucking morning. Um, But I love morning radio because every day it was different. You interact with people. People tell you their whole lives. When you're an actor, you're literally on set for 12 hours and it takes so long. The lighting, they have to tape like all the lights so they know where the lighting's at. Then they have like a body double for you and they have to like you know, make sure like the body doubles in the place that you are. It's so tedious. Like I, I, I don't know how people act. Like I, no thank. I mean, I guess if you enjoy like being down time or whatever in a trailer and then a lot of good craft eating services, but no thanks. Okay. And if you're like a method actor, how do you method act on these sets? Because it's like, it's like five hours for them to set one fucking scene for you to talk for two minutes. If you're like pretending to be Abe Lincoln the whole time, what are you doing? I mean, no thanks. So anyway, that's why I've pursued being a talk show host. And here we are. Uh, I distribute podcast episodes every single day for you. I'm known for my TLC interviews, my obsession with shows like Welcome to Plathville, 90 Day Fiance, Sister Wives. So there's a little reset. Also, I'm married. I have a son. I'm working on having another baby. I hated children until I was 35. And then like my biological clock kicked in and now I'm obsessed. I just did an astrology class with Deborah Silverman, and they, my north node, which is not a planet, but it's like a configuration of, um, you know, I don't know. Okay, I don't know what it is really. But anyway, it's like some sort of sign on your astrological chart that determines like your destiny, like what you're going to be really good at. And mine's a mom, and it's like all I want to do. I love being a mother. All right. Uh, so, welcome to the show. If you're new to the podcast, I'm so grateful you're here. I hope you love it. I want to hear your feedback. Um, I'm also on TikTok and Reddit. Just search The Sarah Fraser Show. You can comment anywhere you like. Let's get into everything we have to talk about. Let's start with Welcome to Plathville. Speaking of, that's the show that got me into being a TLC fanatic. Last week, season five, Romeo, Romeo episode was where we begin to see what a lot of people are calling the demise of Olivia Plath and Ethan Plath's marriage. And it has to do with a specific scene they're in the middle of the winter. They've moved to Minneapolis where Ethan is doing donuts in a parking lot. And Olivia is traumatized. She says, stop. I've been in car accidents. This is traumatic. There are like 
other cars kind of coming in and out of the parking lot. And he like doesn't give a rip. Okay. Olivia's sister Lydia's in the car and her man, and he's like wheel it, doing donuts. I mean, this dude seems like a street racer out here in LA. It is like wild. And she, then they go to the confessional and the two of them are so distant. He's like, I don't get what's the big deal. And she's like, this is so traumatic for me. Are you kidding? I've been in car crashes. I told you to stop. You didn't listen to me. I wanted to get out. You wouldn't let me. A lot of people are saying this is the tipping point of the beginning of the end of their relationship. Now, there have been rumors online. They are completely done. I told you guys, she put up a video explaining more about um, Kim's alleged MLM fraud with Ethan. In that video, no wedding ring, which she hasn't had for a while. People have tracked that since January. And I don't know, that, I find Olivia to be pretty transparent. I think she's pretty true to who she is. I don't think they're together. They haven't had pictures online together in a very long time. I think they're separated. And at the end of that video, she says, you know what? This will probably get me in trouble, but I'm not associated with that family anymore. And I'm so grateful. I think they are done. And I think that scene was the beginning of the end. Okay. Uh, Welcome to Plathville this season. I think it's pretty good. You're seeing Kim Plath dating. You know, she's dating Isaac's (laughs) flight instructor. Girlfriend is out. She didn't miss a beat, did she? She ditched the Bearmeister, and she's in there giving, she's like t- telling the guy, you know, give me a kiss, give me a kiss. She's, like, she's down in Florida with him. She's moved to Florida with him. Now, they haven't filed for divorce. Barry and Kim have not officially filed for divorce. They are not divorced. So a lot of people still have the speculation, is this because they're going to reconcile? I tend to believe it's more for finance sake. I think they own a couple of properties. I think they've done fairly well financially. And that's why you're seeing the delay in the divorce. Let's move on to the sugar mama, uh, who apparently is paying all the bills and not getting any D. So, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm referring to Nikki from 90 Day Fiance Season 10. Nikki and Justin, a.k.a. Igor, but, but Nikki made him change his name. They're the ones that are getting all the attention on this show. Now, a lot of people are mixed bag about this. They're like, great. I'm tired of talking about Jasmine and Gino, who are also on Season 10. A lot of people feel like she's another, Nikki is another scammer, that she's just trying to promote her music career, that she and Igor really, or Justin, really ain't together. He ain't attracted to her. She's 47. He's like 36. But, you know, we're seeing more and more in the episodes. And again, I'm not like loving, I just think there's so many other TLC shows now that I love so much better. Thousand Pound Sisters, Welcome to Plathville, Sister Wives, The Family Chantel coming up. I'm getting a little tired of the 90 Day franchises. I just am. I I, I loved season nine of 90 Day Fiance. I'm having a hard time still getting into season 10. I just am. But Nikki's reportedly paying all the bills. I think you guys have seen this if you watch the episodes. I mean, Justin's had plastic surgery procedures that she's paid for, uh, you know, his workouts. He's now a trainer. I mean, she went to Moldova. Everything he wants, she's paying for, and he ain't putting out. Now, that's not how Sugar Baby, that's not how Sugar Mama works. And I've had several of them on my show. Okay. If you're a Sugar Mama or a Sugar Daddy, you expecting your babe to be putting out. Well, Nikki ain't getting any, as we're seeing on the show. And it's getting, it's like apparently, you know, leading up to a blow up. So we will see. A lot of people are talking about that online. Why is she a sucker? 
you know, unfortunately, she's getting a lot of um, criticism because of her plastic surgery. She's had a lot. She's had a million dollars in procedures. It's a lot. A lot for me. Um, But anyway, that's sort of the biggest news that's coming out of 90 Day Fiance that people are talking a lot about. Um, Then if you follow Gabe... Um, before the 90 days, remember Gabe, who's trans, Danielle and Jen. Jen was with Rishi. Well, Jen, Danielle and Gabe, all from before the 90 days, were in Florida celebrating Pride. Congrats to them. They look like they were having a great time. Always good to see, I think, cast members hanging out outside of the show. Uh, the other big thing, let's move on to Kim Menzies. Um, now, Kim Menzies, before the, uh, you know, she's been on a couple of different franchises before the 90 Days, um, 90 Day Single Life. I think I'm getting them all correct. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? This is like what's so hard to tell. I mean, they have so many fucking franchises. Here's how you know Kim. Kim was with Usman, and they did two separate series before they broke up. All right. Well, she did a video last week coming out against Lisa Baby Girl. Lisa Baby Girl and Kiera. Okay. Ooh! Now, Lisa Baby Girl, Kiera, and Kim have all been, Kimbali, have all been on this podcast. And basically, Kim's calling them out that says that Kiera and Lisa talk shit. She says Lisa's basically a stalker and she's tired of the drama. That Lisa Baby Girl messaged her sister a few months before her sister became ill and then went on to pass away. This is what Kim alleges. Lisa, she says she was even in Nigeria one time when Lisa Baby Girl called Usman 36 times. She says Lisa Baby Girl is obsessed. And, um, you know, Kiera talks shit. They won't stop talking shit about Kim and Usman. All right. Let me get into this. Now, I've had all three of these women on the show. Usman is, this man is magical, because I will tell you, he has got a magic dick. Now, none of them like to admit that. None of them say that. But they all love to, like, talk about this man. Now, Usman and Kim sort of have this mutual agreement, I think, okay, where they don't talk about, they don't say anything negative about each other publicly at all. Why is that? I think it's because, you know, Kim now is doing pillow talks. She's like, you know... She's a part of the TLC fam, and I think they want to potentially have Kim back on because Kimbali is a fan favorite, and so is Jamal, her son. Kimberly is apparently was going to go on a date with Riley, who you know, Riley and Violet, um, on, on a recent 90-day franchise. So I think it behooves Kim to keep everything and Usman as well, because I think Usman was trying to get on another season of 90 Day Fiance. Clearly, it does so well for all these individuals' cameos and music careers. I mean, it's great to be on television. The only people, I mean, no, there's no one that doesn't want to be on TV, you know? The only downside of television, as I say, is not being on it. That's, it's the truth. There is no downside to being on TV. I don't care if you're on House of Villains. I don't care if you're on, it, there is no downside. So... Now, why are Lisa and Kiera still talking about it? I mean, I do think these women are scorned. I do think these women feel like they have they have a vendetta against Usman, that Usman is a player. He's lied. I mean, Lisa is gone on to get remarried. And I ask Lisa this in 
the episode that I did with her. I said, you do seem a little obsessed with this man. Like you can't let it go. And I can't even remember her response to that. What was it? <laughs> What'd she say? Somebody go back and listen and then DM me. I don't even know what she says. But I, I think she said no. And Kiera, I mean, Kiera, I get a little bit more because Kiera really thought they were together. And then she basically says in person, he totally shifted and was almost like kind of verbally aggressive towards her. I don't want to say abusive. That's like such a strong allegation. And I don't think she said that, but I can't remember. Can someone go back and listen to that episode too? <laughs> Can y'all? I got to get a producer. I've said this. I got to, I got, I'm talking to a wonderful woman. And she, she may have to become the producer. Anyway. Or my brother-in-law. I don't know. Someone's got to become the producer of this podcast because I can't keep all the facts straight anymore. It's like getting too much. Uh, so when I call these women obsessed, like people are like, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? They're also referring to your podcast where the, all these women talked about Usman. I don't rem- I don't recall Lisa or Kira saying anything negative about Kim whatsoever. I don't. Now, I think Kim is alleging behind the scenes they're doing these things because Kira and Lisa, baby girl, are friends. Um, look, it's good for everybody to stay in the spotlight. That's, that's, I think, kind of part of the reason. And the truth of the matter is Usman did get involved with all these women. Now, is it fair that they're kind of coming after Kimberly? Because Kimberly feels like it's be- she's being bullied. Uh, well, I hope they're not doing that, you know, because Kimberly is loyal to him for whatever reason, whether it's to stay on TV or she genuinely has a sp- soft spot for him. But, I mean, the common denominator here is Usman. He's the one that's like, all over the internet talking to everybody. So hopefully they can keep that in the forefront. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O.
Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Angela Deem. Angela Deem and Michael. Angela Deem, another fan favorite that people either hate or love to hate. Most recently on Last Resort with Michael. Okay. She's getting a ton of shit because she is doing a breast cancer awareness event this month and people are mad because she's still a smoker. (laughs) Like, give me a break. But you all, like, you all think that there's nobody across the country that works at a breast cancer event or is a public figure that smokes. I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow admits to having a cig once a week. You know, and I think she's probably donated or done something with breast cancer awareness. Anyway, people are coming for Angela Deem. Like, fuck you. Not really fuck you, but they're like, screw you. You know, you smoke all the time and you're promoting. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully God, nothing happens to her. But she's also raising money using her awareness. I mean, it's just so funny what people are outraged about now. So I say, get it. Good for you. Good for you, Angela Deem. You know, to hell with the haters. Angela and Michael still together on and off. New pictures surfacing. So that's never going to end. Oh, I wanted to go back to Usman, though. The reason I brought up Usman as well is Usman now is apparently meeting up with another 90-day fiancé character. Courtney Reardes. Did I say that right? No, probably not. Reardonez, Courtney Reardonez. Do you remember her from before the 90 days season one? They've been commenting on each other's Instagram and are apparently meeting up, I think in Istanbul. What? Who in the what? How did they, this man must be in everybody's DMs. And, and like the women are fighting with each other. Forget that. This is why the drama continues because Usman, 
all these men, once they get in the night, all these men, Scott Wern, I say, um, oh God, who was that? Who's that crazy guy? Scott, oh, um, who's that Cedar? Josh Cedar, who faked his own death or whatever and then said he was hacked? Police. They all, once they get a taste of these 90-day women, they just work the gamut. I mean, they really do. <laughs> so we'll follow this. How, how do I know that Usman and Courtney are going to meet up? Well, they were commenting on each other's Instagram and leaving comments. There you have it. I mean, I can't even believe it. Um, anyhow. Wild, wild. So he may be, he may be, again, I look, Courtney, all I'm saying is this man wants to continue to be on 90 Day Franchises. It's good for his cameos. Chrissy Teigen was like the first one to get a, a cameo from Usman. It's good for him. He knows it. So Courtney, proceed with caution or come back on TV. She's a realtor. Be great for her business. You know what I mean? Look at all the Beverly Hills people that are doing well. Mauricio, Josh Altman. Josh Flagg, they're doing great from reality TV. So, you know, if you're a realtor, get on reality TV. Let's talk Sister Wives. What's going on in the Sister Wives universe? Garrison, Janelle's son, has escaped to Europe after all the controversy over the past couple of episodes. My assumption is this plan, this trip was probably planned. I don't think it was like anything out of the ordinary. But um, anyway, Garrison has gone to Europe. He looks like he's having a ball on his Instagram. Things are going well. Cody is the one, the TLC cast member, who has reportedly donated $6,400 to Republican presidential, well, Republican potential political candidates over the past three, almost four years. He's made 40 contributions, including $520 to Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, who's running for president, the Republican ticket. Um, A lot of people are saying, wait a minute. I thought y'all couldn't pay the mortgage on the $820,000 Coyote Pass. I thought Robin's a mess with finances. They got plenty of cash. $6,400, I mean, over the past three years. Yeah, they got plenty of cash. They're making, I guarantee they're making a lot now from from Sister Wives. A lot. A lot. This is a monster show. Hopefully they've got agents that are behind the scenes getting them insane payouts per episode. And, I mean, I think the whole thing with Coyote Pass, there's still a mortgage on it. But, I mean, what are you going to do? He's separated from Janelle. Mary doesn't want to be there. Christine certainly doesn't want to be there. She's in Utah. She's bought a house with David Woolley, her husband. So, I mean, what are they going to do with Coyote Pass? They're probably going to sit on it till it increases. Maybe he and the Rob Dog build a place. I mean, it's it's really hard to say. Um, anyhow, a lot of good shows out, though. A lot of good shows. And, you know, we're going to be getting the family Chantel here coming up 1st of November. So that's going to be epic. And hopefully we're getting Thousand Pound Sisters coming back December, January of 2024. So hoping for that. I will keep you posted. Follow me on TikTok at The Sarah Fraser Show. If you ever have any interesting tips on um, some of these fabulous people that are on reality TV, hit me up, The Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. By the way, at the end of this episode, I replay Monday's recap of Sister Wives, season 18, episode 10, if you missed it. Bye, everybody. All right, Sister Wives, my Sister Wives fans, my soul sisters of Sister Wives, and the soul fellows that tune in, welcome. It's the Sarah Fraser Show. 
You know who I am. Uh, Every Monday throughout the entire season of Sister Wives, I give you a recap on Monday of last night's episode. Last night, we had season 18, episode 10. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. It should have been called Dignitized. I need dick. We all need dick. Um, It was a snooze fest, wasn't it? It was a snooze fest, guys. (sighs) We were on such a roll. We were on such a roll. Christine, you know, announcing to the kids she'd hired a matchmaker. Cody saying that he wanted nothing to do with his children. Huge statements. Um, You know, I mean, we had Robin a sobbing. And last night was just so boring. But we will get into it. As always, I tell you, too, what the interwebs are saying. They didn't have much to say last night that was all that intriguing. Per usual, every episode of Sister Wives breaks down into basically three major scenes. The frustrating part about last night was one of the major scenes is we are in Easter of 2022. We're almost a year and a half. I think we are a year and a half behind It is so far behind what we know has happened in real life. It's a little hard to um, get enthusiastic about it, uh, make a lot of predictions, because we just know so much in this family has changed that we've seen in the press since then. But we have Easter, Christine and Janelle celebrating their own Easter. They also get into talking about their how Cody didn't want to celebrate for a long time because it was a pagan holiday and he preferred Passover. Until the Rob Dog came into the picture and then Rob Dog helped everybody. We have the scene where, you know, more on Mary clearing out the carriage house and spending time with Robin. Robin referring to it as a stable house. A lot of people, a lot of people are going, can Mary get a break? First, Cody wanted to know if she could live in the barn dominium. Okay, which was, remember, he was going to create a bar and he was going to store all his toys and she was going to live above it. That was his idea. And then now Robin goes, now how's the stable house coming? Like this woman's a horse out to pasture. Oh, God. Uh, And then lastly, the huge scene that I guess everyone is talking about, if there was much to talk about last night, was Christine and Janelle sitting in the kind of, you know, redone basement of Janelle's of Christine's rental place and discussing where Janelle is at with her relationship with Cody, which we get no further information. Like she would stay with Cody if Cody changed, but she knows Cody's never going to change. She's never going to do holidays with him. And this scene was so pivotal, although people are getting angry with Janelle. I'll tell you why. Um, but But this scene was so pivotal because Janelle reveals more about their Mariposa restaurant date for her birthday, where he took her to eat. He dropped her off. They, like, I don't, I mean, she referred to them as friends with benefits. So I don't know, maybe they stooped in the back of that little Lexus. And then he went home and back to Robin. And she's like, okay with being a friends with benefits. And Christine is like, oh, my God, he is treating you like trash. You've been second, third fiddle in this polygamous mismarriage. And then Janelle goes on to say, you know, I'd do polygamy again. I'd... Why? Because it was so successful the first time? Oy vey. I mean, this woman, it seems so smart. And yet, oh, all of us, this is what I'm telling you. It's dignitized. These women, short of Christine, have to be completely dignitized. They are dick mesmerized by Cody Brown. 
he must have a huge schlong. I mean, has anyone at this point got a like a thread going on my Reddit, the Sarah Fraser show, about Cody's sh- like schlong size? We should. This man, I mean, he's got a set of ramen noodles on his head. And I mean, he just must be packing like John Hamm because these women, I mean, Mary, like they talk about her living in a stable in a barn. She's still around. <sighs> Anyhow, that scene was so pivotal because Christine is like the only one that's sort of woken up and gone. I have, you know, she's 50. She's in her early 50s. Maybe if we're all so lucky, we live into our 80s. I have 30 more years. Am I going to live it with this guy? who repeatedly now on these episodes says, I, you know, Robin is the most loyal wife. It's why I'm with Robin. And in fact, last night, again, he had another revelation where he goes, I'm with one wife and her kids, and I'm actually quite happy with that. I mean, it is like, it is so blatantly obvious now about monogamy. I mean, I I, I teeter back and forth about where this show goes because meaning how it continues Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. You know, do Janelle and Christine get that spinoff? I mean, do they just call it and end this show? I mean, the ratings are enormous. I, I don't know. Because he doesn't even really seem, although Robin does for sure. So I guess Robin kind of runs the show. I mean, Robin for sure seems interested in polygamy. I mean, she wants to keep Mary around, I think, just to say we're still in a polygamy. Like, I, Robin is like the spokeswoman for this. And of course, right, because she has Cody all the time. So she's like, yeah, let's collect these wives that he's rarely going to see. And if they stick around, great. I can say I'm a a successful polygamist. I don't know how this is like a badge of honor, but clearly I'm not in the, you know, religious circle of polygamy to understand. So, but people are getting very fed up with Janelle. Like Janelle, as a mother, as a woman, this man has, you know, ruined his relationship with your two sons who are emotionally devastated by this and yet you're like a fucking doormat still trying to be with him still would be with him if he made like one little tweak or alteration you're fine with his sloppy seconds a lot of people are getting a little fed up with her now we do know that she leaves him I mean you guys know this from my Wednesday TLC talks but you know she was spotted in Flagstaff and at Christine Woolley's wedding with another guy who all we know is he's older with a cowboy hat. I mean, well, that narrows down everybody in the West. I mean, okay. Anybody know anything else about him? So I I do find, you know, look, I'm not as outraged as people are at Janelle because relationships are complicated. She's clearly, like, Christine, like, doesn't even love Cody, wants nothing to do with Cody. If, If Christine never had to see 
Cody, Robin, and Mary again, like, it would be too soon, you know? Janelle feels differently. She's obviously in love with Cody. They do have some sort of chemistry. It's a little bit harder for her, so I understand that. But, I mean, what a wild episode. All right, let's go through um, some of the other highlights of last night and what people are talking about. Um, And again, you know, I, I thought it was a snooze fest last night because we're back into Easter of 2022. We're so far behind nothing new is really discussed. Um, You know, I'm learning about polygamy. They obviously don't like Easter. I had no idea. You know, Cody wanted to do Passover. I will say this. Christine looks amazing in the confessional last night. I love her in pink. She almost looked like she had a spray tan, didn't she? Like, is it just me? Like, Christine Brown looked like she was rocking a spray tan. Uh, I think we can all thank Robin for Easter. Um, Robin at least got Cody somewhat doing Easter because she was like, I'm going to my in-laws. I celebrate. So, but they haven't had like a fun Easter egg hunt, which they end up doing at Christine uh, Woolies. And she ends up putting like money in the eggs. And um, the kids like all seem kind of interested in it. You know, she's a cash queen. Down. I mean, and she was laying out like, I think, fives, 10, 20s, $1 bills. Okay, Christine. Um... You know, Christine kind of, I thought the only part that was interesting last night was Christine calling out Janelle a bit, saying that Janelle was completely a pagan as well. She was totally fine not celebrating Easter. My girl Janelle seems like a bit of a flip-flopper, doesn't she? Like one minute she's like, okay, I'm on the Cody pagan vibe, then the next minute, no problem. Now, Mary got a lot of sympathy last night again because for some reason, and you know, I, I, I do know why. Cody will not just tell her to her face, it seems like. It's never going to work. We're done. Move on with your life. I dated a guy like this, okay? He was very rich. Uh, I thought, okay, I'm going to land my sugar daddy finally. He was like 18 years older than me. It was never going to work, but I was blind. He was a guy that would never break up with you. He just sort of stopped texting you, and you would text, and then he'd always text back if you text, but he would never initiate. And if you were like, let's go have a drink, he'd be like, sure, sure. Sure. I hate the word sure. When people say sure, like they don't really, to me, they don't, they don't really want to do it. They're just like, yeah, sure. All right. You know, you're, you're like the only like other thing I have to do. You know, like I, I could be doing something better, but sure, I'll hang out with you. He'd always text me sure. Eventually, thank God, I had a coworker who was like, girl, this man is playing you like a fiddle. Like this guy is dating other people. He ain't ever going to settle down with you, despite what he might have said in the past. And if you stop texting him, you will never hear from him. And she was right. I never heard like a month later. He goes, oh, hey, you. That's another one. Hey, you. Hey, you. I'm not marrying a fucking bar in Dominion. This is what Cody is, though. Cody is the guy. He never wants to be the bad guy. Uh, even though, I mean, he is, but he doesn't realize he is. So it's like you leave and then I can say that it's you blame you. So Mary, you know, people are saying, why is Mary even keeping a home in Flagstaff? Um, Now, a lot of people feel like it might be for production reasons. She's a part of the show. She's got to remain like looking like she's a part of the show. So that could be it. Um, also, it's obviously clear that it's hard for Ro- for Mary to say goodbye. She does have a relationship with Robin's kids. A lot of people felt like that scene where Robin's kids were so excited to see her, like Mary was so happy, and then Robin comes in, brings down the mood, and Mary has to match her energy and comes down to it. 
Also, you know, it, Mary, of all of them, does seem like she has the saddest life, doesn't she? Like, I mean, I wonder if Leon visits her. I know Leon doesn't want to be on the show, so maybe they visit her often. But it just seems like she's alone there. Um, now, they did do another scene at the bed and breakfast where Mary and Jen, you know, like Jen's answering a cell phone. Again, here we go. You know, we're filming a major multi-million dollar show on Mary's cell phone. She's going, oh, Jen's here. Look, we cleaned out the stable house. <coughs> now, what's it called? Carriage house. See? <laughs> Not about marrying a barn. We cleaned out the carriage house, darling. Of course, there's still a bunch of shit there. I think there's like bikes and everything. It's like, you didn't clean it out all the way. And then, of course, we hear Jen's husband, you know, because Jen is Mary's best friend, that he like takes Mary's car to get her car washed. And people are like, oh, my God, Mary. I mean, this man's better to you than Cody. Um, You know, it, it's it's just so interesting to me. So anyway, a lot of people, you know, I think Mary should absolutely get in a throuple with Jen and her husband. I don't know what she's waiting for. You know, at one point, Mary goes, okay, don't, don't, don't be weird. Don't be weird about my relationship with Jen and her husband. Why? You're like, you've been weird. You're in this polygamy relationship. Then midway through the show, I was so bored, I ended up Googling French chocolate silk pie recipes. I got a good one from handletheheat.com. Okay. <laughs> That's how bored I was last night with this episode. Um, you know, Cody saying Janelle and Christine don't know about accountability. Oh my God. I mean, that was like so wild. Uh, um, you know, again, then we kind of, uh, the other thing that people were talking about is Aurora, you know, being 20 years old, she's got a boyfriend that she's dating. Like I said, this should be called Everyone Needs a Little Dick. That's what this episode should be called. Because clearly Robin's great at sucking dick to like captivate Cody. Janelle needs dick. Christine is like getting new dick. Aurora is like getting dick too. I mean, you know, and then they're also dignitized. Here's my other honest question, though, I have for people. Does Robin really talk that much shit about the other women on the show? It's very, isn't it interesting to me or to you guys? They do seem to all hold back, don't they? And I wonder why. Is that because of their polygamous religious beliefs? Like they don't want to get down and dirty because it makes them look bad in, I mean, they're not even really members of the church anymore, but... Like, because I don't hear Robin a lot in the past couple of seasons talk too much shit about Christine and Janelle and clearly not Mary. That's like her only ally. But am I missing it? Am I missing it? And like Christine started to at the start of this season, but then pulled back. I'm just, you know, just wondering. I mean, people are coming at Janelle for saying that her relationship with Cody is amicable after that major fight that they had, you know. Last night, Janelle is sitting there with Christine in the basement in that, you know, the, the giant stone fireplace in the background. And she's going, oh, Cody and I, we're, we're very amicable. And Christine's like, bitch, you haven't talked to him in weeks. You ain't seen him since you went out on that friends with benefits date, bitch. You know, what are you talking about? Uh, the other thing that people are laughing their ass off about is the conversation of what a polygamist divorce looks like and apparently even though you're not legally married in the eyes of the United States in polygamy culture you have to go through like all these steps to like finalize your divorce which Christine like bursts out laughing and then technically you're not divorced until you've like had sex with another man I mean what 
Christine, what a fucking joke. Like, give me a break. I mean, isn't it funny, like, the rules that people will live by? So we're all just sheep, aren't we? I swear to God, looking for somebody to follow. Uh, What other things? People were observing... you know, oh, oh, people did post too on social media that in real time, as in October 2023, Mary's B&B, it looks beautiful in Utah. It's all decorated for Halloween. A lot of people are now supporting after last night's episode, although I think people supported it anyway, Christine's decision to preserve Truly and kind of pick her up and remove her from this situation. And she already has these great memories of Cody and she thinks her dad is terrific and people are like yeah good good thing that Christine did that because he and Robin are just so far removed from the family they don't want to be with the other siblings oh my god did I just have like a booger the whole time I'm like showing this okay that's really disgusting anyway gross oh god anyhow um (laughs) sorry (laughs) if you're on my YouTube watching the zoom it's like a mini snot rocket. Um, you know, a lot of people speculating why Mary's even still in Flagstaff. I do think it's a combo maybe of shooting for the show and then also, you know, hard for her to let go of Cody, even though he wants Zilch to deal with her, to do with her. Um, and, you know, the, like, and I think hopefully, I don't know what they're going to do with this show. You know, there's a ton of rumors that the finale of season 18, we're going to see Christine Brown's wedding. I don't see how they're going to do that. We're so far behind a year and a half behind I I mean I guess they could just put up a graphic and basically say you know in October of 2023 Christine Woolley got married here it is I mean I guess we could see that I just it's really kind of I think noticeable more and more noticeable every single week how far behind we are the tease for next week's episode episode 11 looks boring as hell too uh, you know, again, we're still getting Janelle. I don't want to leave. I don't know. You know, that none of that part bothers me because obviously divorce and leaving a relationship is very difficult. It's not like it's usually not as cut and dry as like what Janelle or what Christine has experienced. But I think what's so irritating is the lack of, you know, there isn't a lot of interaction like you the forced interaction that you see in like housewives or you would see in like house of villains, which is a new reality show out, you know, you're not seeing these people have, you're not seeing Christine have to be like involved with Cody and Robin, you know, dropping off truly having a face to face with them. You're not seeing more conversations with Janelle and Cody because Cody doesn't contact any of them. And Again, I've said my theory is, you know, there's 18 seasons in. I'm not sure they make that much money, but I think they've probably negotiated a fair amount of control of what they're going to show and what they're not. And I think they're just not going to show the nitty gritty and down and dirty because why haven't we seen it? I mean, why haven't we seen like if Janelle and Cody want to try to work this out, why aren't we seeing more of that? Like we're just not, we're not there. I mean, I thought the, the tease for next week looked rather dismal. However, we're kind of midway through the show, so maybe, you know, a lot of drama is yet to come. Maybe we are going to speed up ahead in the timeline. Um, You you know, maybe we're going to see Christine actually meeting David, going out on some dates. That would be pretty fascinating. Oh, we are teased next week about McKelty's uh, news of her babies, which we already know right, is McKelty's pregnant with twins, and she gave birth in November of 2022, so the twins are almost a year old. 
We already know that. We already see. I mean, you know, McKelty and Tony have their own thriving Patreon show where they talk about everything. So it is uh, where I thought, you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we get some bigger insight into maybe the future of this show the state of Cody and Robin, because there's definitely a lot of rumors out there that she's fed up with him. She wants to live a polygamous lifestyle. He doesn't. So maybe we'll get into more of the nitty gritty, but I'd love to know what you guys think. I'm on social at the Sarah Fraser show on IG, on TikTok, on YouTube. Comment. Let me know. I mean, did you think that season 18, episode 10, don't put all your eggs in one basket was interesting? Doesn't it seem like people need, like, a lot of dick on the show or, like, the dick is driving it? I do. All right. Love you guys. Um, a lot of episodes this week on the Sarah Fraser Show podcast, so be sure to be subscribing. Bye, everybody. <laughs>